Step one, wake up early, gon' rise with the sun. Step two, get some good, some food in you. Step three, think real hard about what you wanna be. Step four, fuck everybody, just do your thing. Wake up, today's gonna be a good day. 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 Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. Hey there, Tiff here. Yes, today's a new day. We're gonna wake up and get on with it. Uh, I've got a great interview here with a very good friend of mine. We've got to know each other very well over the last twelve months, uh, Caroline Ludwell, and um, Caroline has been going through this amazing transformation it's been absolutely incredible and it's been so wonderful to watch especially in the last 12 months of where she was at when I first met her to where she is now and and what she's out there uh, accomplishing and it's really good to hear her story because there's a lot of similarities that her and I that that we've actually been through in the and, and making decisions of very similar ages even though we're on totally different paths uh, making those decisions on what we thought we were like at 20 and 18, 19, 20 years of age and our thought process of, of who we thought we were then to what's been happening now with her, especially the transformation that she's actually been going through in the last 12 months and building that belief, you know, because she did, didn't have any belief in herself um, made dis- um, some decisions that she wasn't good enough when she was the age of 18 and 19 and having to try and find her way from feeling lost and not sure where she wanted to go or what she wanted to do and she was just falling into situations and jobs and, and, and so on that she thought that, oh, well, I guess that's what I've just got to do because now I'm never going to accomplish my dream of what I wanted to accomplish and my life is over and, you know, really the li- your life has only just begun when you're sort of at the age of 18 and 19. You've got so much more ahead of you and so much of, more of a journey ahead of you but you just don't realise it at the time until you, um, you know, you, you sort of start to look back and you've, you've come to a point where you've had some, um, you've seen some transformation of yourself happen and some great things happen. And then you realise that, like, oh, you know, this is how I felt when I first started. And in my journey as, as, as an adult, and this is what my thought process was then, and look at where I've come to now, and I have hope, and things are going to, to work out the way that, that I'd like them to. So it's really um, raw interview, um, really uh, real in the sense of you really get to know who Caroline is, a very loving, caring, beautiful person. Uh, she never thought herself as that way. Um, she just thought she was never good enough and um, you'll just see that beautiful personality come out in her. So I hope you really enjoy this interview with her and uh, we look forward to um, hearing, you know, what you really like best about what you, you heard in this interview and we hope that this inspires you in in moving forward and accomplishing what it is that you want to accomplish in in your world okay so don't go anywhere because here comes the interview hi caroline <laughs> so lovely to have you here on uh on the podcast show we've been wanting to do this for quite some time now um and uh now we're finally being able to do it so uh, welcome it's lovely to have you here thank you thanks for having me yeah yeah it's great so um, we met last year actually on a on a golf tour that um, so I, I work for a company called Golf and Tours and we met through through that tour and we'll get to we'll get to you me giving you my book and where we headed with that and, and what you um, got from that but just tell us a bit about yourself like what are you what are you currently doing and um, what was your life like at as a kid and what were your dreams like as a kid when you were growing up? Yeah, well, well, first of all, it's great to see you and thanks so much for having me um, here. And, uh, yeah, I can't believe it's been a year since uh, our paths crossed. Um, A bit about me, um, I guess, you know, I had a pretty um, 
uh, nice childhood. Um, Mum, dad, my sister and I, and we, you know, we had some great adventures and, and we still do, which is fantastic. Um, I, I guess, you know, went through the, you know, primary, secondary school and then um, with secondary school, you know, you've got to obviously start making some choices around what you want to do in the future. And um, uh, in the background, I was doing a bit of horse riding and um, really enjoyed that. And I had this ambition to become a vet. Um, didn't really understand what that would entail, but um, Dad took me down to our local vet clinic. I think I was in year eight and I volunteered. They brought me on board and so I cleaned the cages and I'd, you know, mop up all the dog and cat vomit or um, the vet clinic actually specialised in birds. So I might have a few bites on my hands from a few, um, you know, parrots and stuff like that. But um, I think the background to that was was basically, you know, you've got to, um, get yourself involved and, um, you know, volunteer. And then I got a good insight as to whether or not I wanted to be a vet and, and I was loving what I was doing with all this volunteering. Um, and so in secondary school, you've got to make all those choices around what subjects you want to pursue and to get to being a vet. And um, what happened was um, I wasn't strong in, in the science subjects and, Bless mum and dad, they got me tutors and um, extra study and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, I, I did scrape through. Um, I got into first year science. You have to do a year of science in Melbourne to then get into vet science. And, um, you know, I got to uni and it was just this whole opening of, um, you know, sporting um, facilities available to you and, you um, you know, not, not a structured, you know, you were an adult and you had to get yourself to university. So I think it was a bit overwhelming for me at the time. And so um, I didn't do very well at first year science. Overwhelming in what way? What do you mean? Uh, just, I guess, because the secondary school that I was at, it was quite structured and, um, you know, at seven o'clock uh, in the morning was swim squad, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then, you know, the class started at nine and, Whereas at uni, it's like, sure, you've got your timetable, but, you know, no one's there with a roll call um, saying to you whether or not you're going to turn up or not. Um, so it was a bit um, unstructured and I, I guess I wasn't used to that and, um, uh, you know, there was a lot going on and, um, and I, had to, I had to really, you know, knuckle down and, and get the marks that I needed in, in first-year science, which were quite significant, and I was sort of beginning to... I guess, feel like, you know, with as many tutors I can get, I'm perhaps not, this is something that I perhaps, you know, can't achieve. And, and it reflected in my marks at the end of first year science and I didn't get into vet science. And interestingly, it just, that just started this, um, I guess, um, pool of me um, talking to myself that I, um, I'm not good enough and I'm a bit of a failure and um, I didn't announce that to everyone I just did it just built up over time in my head um, and so yeah so then I went on to study another course and um, you know I got through that but I was still in the back of my mind quite disappointed that I hadn't got into vet science because I'd you know been volunteering at a vet clinic since I was you know in year eight and um, I was still working for the vet clinic at the time and doing vet nurse um, duties um, in a paid capacity, which was fantastic. But, yeah, I guess in the back of my mind, I just, vet nursing wasn't for me and that wasn't to be disrespectful for any vet nurses. I think they do an incredible job. But in my mind, you know, I really wanted to be a vet and I'd failed at that. And so I sort of had my tail between my legs and um, pursued uh, a couple of other um, courses and then uh, got into advertising, um, and I think it's sort of. Can we just stop for one for one one sec? Yeah. I just, yeah you sure. know me, I'm going to tap you something. <laughs> um, so, how old were you at, at that time around the, the the vet science? Was it you're nineteen, twenty, somewhere around that age? Like after? Yeah, vet? I was eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. I I just yeah first year uni. I was eighteen years of age. Yeah, and then. Prior, prior to that, because, I mean, it's a big deal, right, because you got into uni, right, mm. doing a, a science course, which you said you, you, it's not your strong suit, 
So that was a big achievement, right? Just getting in. Yeah. And yeah. then like leading leading up to that, even in that year, like you felt like you didn't achieve what you needed to achieve and so on. But like before getting into uni, did you have those thoughts of not feeling good enough or you just, you weren't as affected then like as you were younger. It was more about like what you're talking about, like you felt like a, a failure because you didn't get the marks required in that first year. Was that a lead up yeah. as well with that or do you think or, um, or is it more of that experience? Yeah, it's a good question. I, th- I think, yeah, no, I think um, I think the self-doubt crept in earlier, you know, like um, I was really struggling because uh, I had to take up those subjects in year 10. So year 10, 11 and 12, I had to do those science subjects and, I mean, sure, I know what a Bunsen burner is, but, you know, I just couldn't work out the calculations. So, um, And then I think, you know, getting the tutor, um, uh, the tutors to help me with, you know, physics in particular, um, you know, and I was struggling even with the tutors. <laughs> so I think you're right. Yeah, I think it, there was that um, self-doubt starting to creep in, but I was so determined to, to get to be a vet. Um, and so... I was I was sort of juggling this half of me saying, you know, what are you doing? Like you, you know, it's it'd be but great if you got in, sort of thing. Or yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like it's like you know, come on, you, you know. I, I guess I was going through highs and lows. Like one minute I would I would understand something through the tutors or at school, and I'd be ah oh, okay, I've actually got this. And then you know, the next week this is like failed the test completely and um, what am I thinking? How am I going to do this? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think the self-doubt did start to creep in, you know, when I had to select those subjects to get into vet science. And, and you're right, like I was, you know, I was blown away when I scraped through and got a first-round offer um, into Melbourne University into science yeah, big win, right? Yay! Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, I didn't think it was a big win because in my mind I was just like, well, you just scraped through. Now you've now got to get these marks. And, you know, I've, I don't have those tutors. I'm now by myself in this big university out there in the big wide world. And, um, yeah, I just think I think I distracted myself with all the sporting activities and, yes, I turned up to the lectures um, but I think deep down I just had convinced myself that, um, you know, mm-hmm. you're and in, in, and in that succeed. time, and in, and in that time, like that year, you didn't reach out for help? Like you just felt like you had to do it on your own because now you had to be an adult and sort it out yourself, that kind of thing? Pretty much, yeah. It's just like you've had all that background and support, secondary school hand-holding and tutoring and now yeah you are an adult and and you've got to make it on your own so um pretty much yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely and um um I just didn't I don't think I was prepared for that and also you know don't get me wrong um mum and dad brilliant just you know will support you but at the same time it's like you know, you have to stand on your own two feet and this is what you want. Um, so you've got to work hard to, to get to that. And and, um, and that was your it, belief. It didn't. Right. Correct, yeah. Right. Because as you know, my background as well, like around the same age and, and pursuing a tennis career and so on, it was like, okay, I've got to put my big girl pants on and I've got to, you know, I've got to do this alone. I've got to work hard. Yeah do this alone and get no support and you know because now I'm an adult again that was my thinking so yeah interesting interesting for you to be thinking the same way um yeah so then okay so what happened after that so after your first year and beating yourself up and not thinking (laughs) and all of that kind of thing what happened there yeah um so after that I um uh what happened after that? So, so the vet that I was actually working for, um, the, the local vet, um, she was connected to um, Western Australia um, University and said if I wanted to, she'd get me into ag science over in Western Australia and, um, you know, I could, you know, try and get in that back door that way, uh, which was very generous of her to do that. But I think, I think I'd convinced myself at this stage that I you know, I'm just going to struggle to continue 
continue to, um, you know, make ends meet as in from a um, study perspective and get the marks that I was meant to get. Um, and so I just thought, you know, I'll, I'll move on and, and work out what the next thing is that I wanted to do. And I think um, rightly or wrongly at the time, because, I, you know, just making the decisions as, as I was going, um, I think I, I just I didn't know what I wanted to do after that. You know, I'd been since year eight, probably even earlier, like horse riding and stuff always wanted to be a vet and then I'm just in this wild world now and I have absolutely no idea what I wanted to do. Um, so in the end I I did a nursing degree which I didn't really enjoy and then, um, uh, don't get me wrong, <laughs> no, respect I'm, all the I'm, nurses I'm, out I'm, I'm there. I'm nursing at uni as well, don't worry, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think mum and dad were sort of like, okay, you, you like, don't forget you're paying for all these hex fees and the more you study, the, the more this is adding up. So they're like, come on, like you, you love your sport, so um, why don't you mix your sport with, and there was this uh, uni course which was a Bachelor of Business in Marketing and um, a Bachelor of uh, Sports Admin. Um, so I went and did that because um, I had some other subjects I um, that I'd already completed. I got some credits for those subjects and so a four-year degree uh, ended up being, I think, a two-and-a-half-year degree or something like that, which was great. Like, I really enjoyed that. But, it's again, I guess in the back of my mind I'm thinking, I don't really know what I want to do with this. Like, I don't really know if this is what I really want. And then I got out of uni and I fell into um, ad agency world. Um, and just just and before you continue with the ad agency world, so so then you felt lost, didn't you? Like, you had this big dream of what yeah. you wanted to do and then in your mind you felt like that you couldn't achieve it because you didn't think oh, you were enough to achieve it, right? So you set yourself yeah. up for, for failure. Completely. Right? And not only that, I think along the way, you know, seeing, you know, all these girlfriends that I went to secondary school with that have fallen into their um, career path that they had said that they wanted to do and they've finished their university degrees and they're now travelling overseas and or, um, you know, they're, they've finished their uni and um, they've got some, a field of work placement that is what they wanted to do. And I just, you know, just looking around, just thinking, God, how, you know, how did I get, get this so wrong? Uh, so that beating up process is just perfectly going on in the background <laughs> and building up. Um, and, um, yeah, so I got into advertising not not excited about it but again you know you just got to make the most of it and and maybe this is what I wanted and fighting with myself constantly just yeah, saying um into it, like you say it's like well okay I've done this course so this has come up so I might as well do that because I've done it and I understand it or or whatever right yeah and I don't absolutely know what else I'm going to do anyway because my dream is now over you know all that yeah stuff. yeah all of that and um and look, I embraced it. Don't get me wrong. It's you know, it has set me up um, for like a great foundation. Advertising, it's character building. It's it's a tough industry to to work in. Um, you know, I got in when it was TV commercials and um, newspapers, and now it's digital and um, you know, um, uh, uh, AI and all the rest of it. But um, you know, I was fortunate in a sense that I had some great. Um, bosses that um made it fun and and I started to think oh well maybe I could make something of this but I think in the background I was still a bit um upset with myself for a not achieving being a vet but also b um you know I guess not um having that that confidence of um this is exactly what I want to do this is exactly who I want to be and I still just you know I didn't have that and I think that has played a part in um I guess my decision making process from then on really in the in the sense of like what do you mean well like, just drifting I think like and not good enough and, good enough. and so I'm stuck in advertising so I'll just go and you know I'll get the next job in advertising and I'll um just drift along and so there was sort of no um, point that I sort of pulled myself up and wrote down things that I'm good at and what I like doing and I just I just floated along and um, look I had some great times and 
asked me if I was happy. Yeah, sure, I was happy in certain aspects, but I think niggling away at me was, um, you know, I sort of hadn't made the decision that this was what I wanted. I just, like I said, I fell into it. and um, You were just doing and, it because you, you knew what to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's where it sort of, um, yeah, it all stemmed towards. So Yeah, okay. All right. So, so when we met last year at a at a golf tour, so you know, for people that don't know, I do golf tours. I do teach golf. <laughs> they probably know that because I talk about it a lot. Um, but we, I did a golf tour up to Nelson Bay, and um, you came in. So, if you don't mind that, when you came in, <laughs> she came in late, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> I was doing a talk. I always do a talk at the beginning and, and, you know, talk about the mindset side of things around golf and just attitudes and all of that sort of stuff for achievement and that. And then Caroline walks in late and then she's got a hat pulled down and it's like, just don't talk to me and um, that kind of thing. But And so what what started to happen? Because you came from, you know, like I've obviously seen a big transformation in the last 12 months and this is why we're, we're here now talking about it. Yeah. But yeah. um, what what happened for you in that in that in those three days? Because there was a lot of things that came out of it afterwards, and yeah, I just want you to share like what went on for you um, in that time. Yes, yeah. Well, apologies for being late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You've never been late ever after that, though. I know. First, first there, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, look, to be honest with you, I think. Um, the, that first day where I did come in late um, and we you, you um, just gave us your background. Um, I do believe, like, things come to you for a reason. Um, and, yeah, that day um, you said a few things that just, I think you mentioned about your background in the tennis and, and how you felt like a failure. And, and um, I was just like, oh, someone else is on my page and, you know, I mean, I know it sounds so simple, but that's, you know, I just needed someone else to be on my side, I guess, and um, um, without getting emotional about it. Um, okay. I think that was <laughs> that was just um, something that just, you know, obviously a light bulb went off for me, which was fantastic, and I think it was just the right time. I think I needed to hear something like this and... Um, um, and I think, and I think throughout the the weekend, actually, you know, you you shared other um, parts of yourself as well. Like, um, you know, it wasn't the whole book which yeah. I've got here, um, but you know, you just um, I think just your nature, but also just I think a few things that you shared that weekend, you know, made me realise that um, other people, you know, do go through this sort of process and, and um, you know, do beat themselves up. But it's also, I guess, you know, you came out with just those, even through the golf ex- explanations as well, just um, I guess how you um, 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 can become more aware of what's happening for you, um, which was coming through in the golf, which can apply to life. And, well, it's, it's um, interesting, I, isn't it, because... As you know and as you're very aware is like golf is a big analogy on what goes on in your life really, isn't it? It's how you handle situations, good or bad. It's how you talk to yourself, you know, whether you're having a good situation or a challenging situation and and so on. And and that was always the big message I wanted to get across is like, okay, if you're going to beat yourself up, you're not going to hit a good ball, you know, and you're going to stuff up. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that yeah. comes up in life as well. And that was probably the, like what you're saying, that was the big thing is like you're starting to be more aware of your self-talk. Is that, is that right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Um, yeah, as I said, I think that initial introduction of yourself where you mentioned your um, side of this, you know, your background and where you'd come from and um, just, and also, I guess, to, to see you standing up there as well, like it made me realise, well, gosh, you have had a bit of a, well, I don't want to say failure, but you, you've come from not being able to deal with, yeah. yeah, not being able to deal or process how to then get, take yourself out of that situation. But then 
here you are standing in front of us with the utmost confidence, gorgeous personality, and um, it just made me think, well, you, well, you've got out of it, then maybe there's some way I could work out, you know, how I could get out of this with, with the, you know, the self-doubt talk and the, and just believing in myself a bit more um, and, and being okay with your past mistakes. So, you know, I mean, as you said, like in golf, I mean, that just came up throughout the whole weekend, which was, you know, fantastic. You know, we're swinging air shots and, but it's because, you know, your mind's completely distracted somewhere else and it's yeah. all about that awareness. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, um, you know, that's, I, I think that's probably another reason why, you know, we've become such great friends too. Um is that we've felt the same at the same ages as well. You know, mm. like I went to yeah, definitely. around the same age as you did with your uni and my tennis and then felt lost afterwards, you know, and yeah. and trying to find who I am and what I'm about and all that. And, and, and I think there's always that misconception through – through everything we see on the TV, everything's all oh, wonderful or what you see on emotion, um, um, social media, it's all wonderful and glitzy and glamorous, but you don't, and you see all these successful people and you think, oh, I can never be like that or I can, you know, they're just so much further ahead and, and you don't really know their stories or, or anything like that. Right. You think that they've always just been super confident and all that kind of thing. And yeah. I think it's really important to show that, like, you know what, I got I felt the worst possible way about myself and I'm going to share it with people because I know there's others out there feeling the same way and if I can help in some way, you know, you know what, yeah. you don't have to live your life like this. You can make changes because I've done it and if I can do it, anyone yeah. can do it. And that was, yeah. you know, obviously the big message that came, what I saw anyway, um, it came across to you in that weekend, especially then, the influx of information I got from you afterwards. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah. so if if in that time and you were like in that weekend there was hope, then then what happened? I gave yeah. you a book and and then I got an email like a day later <laughs> with this all your goals and you know pages upon of information and how inspired you. Because you'd read the book and and um, so, yeah. so what happened there? Like, what what yeah. made you decide to read the book? Because I know I give out the book. Some people read it, some people don't, and so on. Um, what? Yeah. Look, look. I think um, I do. I do think, like I said before, it's a, around that part whereby um, you know I I was obviously I, I needed for whatever reason the universe has put me in contact with you. Um, and, you know, I was open to hearing what you had to say. And as I said, you know, obviously I, I heard you say about your past and I'm seeing you standing up there and I just thought, wow, like you have given me hope. Like if you can do it, you know, I just, I just, I must have believed or I must have just felt in a really safe environment with you. And, um, and I had a great weekend. Um, I really enjoyed the golf, but I really enjoyed the analogies that you gave around you know golf and life and awareness and 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 um yeah you handed out the book yeah everyone has to get a copy of this and um <laughs> I think you should have been on audible so I could have listened to it on the way home I would have already had the email written to you but um look I mean the beginning of the book is a little bit like the beginning of your um conversation at the the golf weekend and it was you know, that just raw honesty about, you know, you were lost and um, you felt like a failure. So I'm reading. I think I stayed up till, I don't know, midnight or something and I finished the book and, you know, had a huge cry and, um, you know, just sent you a message just saying thank you, really. Um, and, you know, it's a year later and look where we're at. So um, that was a shortened version of that. Yeah. But I think, well, look, I mean, the book... Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the book. Yeah. yeah, no, you go. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I did get this, and it must have been like the Monday or the Tuesday night. I got this huge email. Like we, it was biggest email yeah. I've, I think I've ever received. 
And I was so blown away and so I was so – I felt so emotional because I had had an impact on someone because I don't know, you know, I don't know if I have an impact on people unless they tell me, right? Um, I get excited and inspired about lots of things and I like to share my inspiration and, and hope to motivate and inspire people to do things. But I don't know if I, unless I get feedback. I know how I feel but I don't necessarily – the impact I have on someone else. So I felt very emotional when I had seen that you had read the book, but also like you're like, yeah, this is the impact that the book's had on me and this, these are my goals and this is what I'm going to do. And, you know, you, you shared a lot about your past and how you felt and then also what you wanted to create for your future and um, yeah. it was incredibly moving. And so... Yeah. So what we've then seen, well, what I've been witnessing over then from, what was it, May? Oh, sorry, March last uh, year. March, March last year, yeah. So we're into May of, of 2023 now, you know, just over 12 months later. What's happened? Because there's been a massive <laughs> transformation. There's no longer the hat being pulled down. <laughs> Come no. with the <laughs> You're in everybody's yeah. face. You, show, you share lots of love and you're very yeah. happy. So, so what, what's happened? What Tell us. Yeah, look, I think um, I, I guess what I want to share is um, I think also because, you know, I was there with you at the golf and, you, you know, you, you come on course with us and you walk around with us. Um, you know, I've read a lot of self-help books and watched a lot of YouTube videos, but, you know, that's, you know, that's through a lens or through a book um, and, like you mentioned earlier around, um, you know, you see everyone else who's perfect and you want to be like that. But I think because I had that experience of meeting you and, you and you know, you're real, um, I think that just for me helped build, I guess, that foundation of trust of where you're, you've done, like you've been, that's your past and now look at where you're, you are now. Like you're really confident, you're... Um, you know, you're doing amazing things um, in the self-help area and also giving, you know, so many of us um, so much more confidence. And I think once, and that just comes through in the book as well. So because I think I'd met you um, and, you know, you were real, um, reading that book for me was, um, you know, it wasn't like a Tony Robbins book. I've never met him before. You know, I've seen him online and, and I believe what he does, absolutely. But when you just have that pers more personalised connection, I think it means, well, for me, it means so much more. Um, and um, I think a lot of the stuff, and, and again, I think because I, I was I was ready for it as well, I think what you've said in the book was like a bit of a, um, you know, that guide of how you can you know, come out of this. And so I've literally, I don't know how many times I've read the book. I don't know if you can see all my sticky notes. I've got notes throughout the book. But um, I'll, to see that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm coming up. <laughs> but because um, uh, it's, it's not really, you know, I guess in some areas, it, but like I, I don't really speak about, you know, that I need help and um, uh, I don't know how to, you know, set myself back on track. I read self-help books and all the rest of it. But I think there's something in the book, something about, you know, you meeting you in the, that golf tour that just, I don't know, just resonated with me and um, I felt like I could achieve it. Um, and it's just, it's been a gradual process. Like obviously we've had some catch-ups, which has been absolutely amazing. And, you know, you're so generous with your time and, and um and, and you know that I've been through a few hiccups. I had a work situation late last year um, that was a little bit tricky and, you know, it was interesting because it's all, it's all a part of your philosophy. But, again, um, I think my thinking was, well, this is how I should react to it. And then just by talking with you, you've helped me I get a, an outside perspective on that and then it's helped me turn something around which I couldn't sleep over to getting a decent night's sleep and, and not making it into as big a deal as what I was making it out to be. And it's just those small things along the way 
that are very impactful that have helped me um, get, a, I guess, more clarity around um, my awareness. Um, my self-talk has definitely improved. I'm, you know, I'm really loving the fact that I'm, I say nice things to myself now rather than, you know, beat myself up. Um, knowing that it's actually okay to put yourself first um, and that, and, you know, I, once upon a time I had to think that's really too selfish, but now it's actually important that I do so that then, you know, I can then help other people, my, my family and close friends. Um, so, yes, so just gradually it's just, just been this really beautiful journey of, um, you know, realising that the past the past and it's okay, of, you know, that I didn't become a vet, um, to gradually just... I guess, piecing together, like we've done a few things together, Tiff, around, um, you know, actually visualising what job I actually want. Like, what do I want my life to look like? And, you know, having permission to be able to do that. Um, I think we, late last year, I, I was made redundant and, um, um, you know, we had that great session around what what does the ideal job look like? And And so my initial one sentence was, I, I work in the city, this amount of money and this. <laughs> and you're like, well, well, what else? What else does it look like? And so then I've, I think it ended up being about a page of what I want, you know, the next job to look like and, and, and all other elements of my life as well. And it's, you know, I think in the last 12 months it has, like, hand on heart, honestly, just made a world of difference and... I'm, you know, I obviously had to go through what I went through in the past, but I just wish I had found you and this book when I was going through, the, you know, the vet science side of things. But, you know, it wasn't meant to be, but now we've met um, and I feel like, um, you know, I'm on this great path of, uh, you know, the journey that I want to take and it's my decisions and it's it's what I want and it's it's a really, really lovely feeling. So... Mm. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> My pleasure. I'm very welcome. It's been wonderful to watch you go through this transformation. Um, interesting, though, too, like what you're talking about, like we can't beat ourselves up, you know, from what's happened mm. in the past. The past is like decisions that we've made because that's where our mindset has been at that time and, you know, whether good or bad. And for us it's felt bad you know, and we've never felt like we've been good enough for anything and, you know, what's the point because, you know, what's the point of having a great life? It's not meant for us and, you know, all of that kind of thing. I know that my grandparents used to say it's not for the likes of us and my mum was always like, well, why isn't it for us? <laughs> like we're humans, we, you know, we can do things. And But I went through that, that same thing, like, you know, like I'm not good enough. I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to be successful. I'm never going to be able to you know, live the life that I want to live. I, nothing's ever going to happen for me, and um, and it makes it it makes it really hard, you know, because when you then look at life like that, you know, like getting up is just a struggle, isn't it? Mm. You know, yeah. Trying to get through the day is just a struggle, and and yeah. going, oh God, you know, I've got to get up tomorrow and face that again, versus. You know, living, living, living the life that, that we're living now and, and where we're headed and what we're doing is like, okay, we're creating what we want versus thinking that we've just got to do that because that's the way you've got to do it, you know, or that's the yeah. way it's got to be done because, you know, you didn't achieve what you wanted to achieve when you are 18 or 20 or 25 or whatever. Life is over. Bad luck to you. Now you're just going to get old and die, you know, and you've just got to yeah. go through the questions and that's it. And Mm. Um, and I think that's a big thing that people just don't understand that, like, you can create your life. You can create your day, like what we we've, we talk about a lot. And um, you're the creator of your destiny. You're the master of your universe. No one else is. Mm. Have mm. a choice what you want to do or be throughout the day. Yeah. Even if Absolutely. you're not doing what you ideally want to do right now. You know, I'm not ideally doing what I want to do right now, but I'm mm. on that what I want to do but it's making the most of it and enjoying that process and those lessons you know it's that thing, that big yeah. thing like those lessons that we've learned along the way isn't it yeah you know, absolutely yeah 
a lot of things about what not to do, right? And how, <laughs> and and so in in that, it's given us that life experience in going. Okay, I don't want to live my life like this anymore. I want to do this, this, and this. And I see someone else do that. Well, why can't I do that? Oh, I can yeah. do that. If they can do it, I could do it. You know, they're real. Yeah. I'm real. Let's 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 see how I can do that and how I can put that in into place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think um, that's so true. And you know, I think for a while there, as I was growing up, and like after the vet science scenario, then something else happened that you know I beat myself up about. I failed at something else, and I just thought I could get a degree in being the best failure because I just passed that like with flying colours. But now, like you know, what we've been working on and um, like you were saying around the um, setting your intentions for the day, I mean, that has also been quite transformational because, you know, I'd, you know, I'd get up early normally, but I'd get up and, you know, go for a run and beat myself up if I hadn't done the 5Ks because I was so exhausted. And, and so, again, I was just going on that path of um, just, oh, I didn't achieve that, I didn't achieve that, I didn't achieve that. Now... I'm just giving myself permission. Like I do set my intentions for the day early on in the morning. I meditate. Um, I'll do my exercise. And, you know, I'm okay if I don't do 5Ks in my run, if I've just walked for 3Ks, but it's been a beautiful morning and I've thought about some something creative that I wanted to do or, or um, you know, come up with some other idea. It's, it's nice to now actually um, be more grateful for that rather than coming back home going, well, now tomorrow you've got to... Okay, go ahead. What else were you saying? Um, yeah, so I think, you know, That's now with this whole... Setting intentions and Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, it's just been a huge part of this transformation of, you know, setting the daily intentions and writing in my journal at the end of the day of what I've achieved and what I'm grateful for and, um, you know, it's it's uh, feels like it's just a part of me now for doing this and I think that's really helping towards, you know, me being kinder to myself as well along the way and, and also just believing more in myself and, you know, I think the future for me is looking really bright because I feel more confident in who I am and, and um, um, you know, even if I don't make the 5K run, um, I'm okay with that and, you know, I think that's just been a huge game changer for me with those intentions and just, um, yeah, believing more in myself and just building that confidence. Hmm. So um, by you, you know, creating your day, which is really what you're doing, isn't it? Like you're setting your intentions yeah. for the day, you're now taking charge of what you want your day to look like and to be mm. thinking, oh, I've just got to get up and get out of bed and then I've got to go and work and then I've got to do all of that. I've got to work really, really hard all day till I'm so exhausted and I've got no energy left to go and do all the things that I love to do and then I'll just do that and then one day I'll be able to focus on the things that I really would like to focus on. But that's years down the track because I'm nowhere near where I want um your your approach now is is very different isn't it it's it's okay i'm set mm. and i go and do my walk or my run or whatever it is that i want to do in the morning and then what else what like what's what's your day look like at the moment because i know that you've got a lot of things going on so so share yeah 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 so um yeah absolutely um i think that's a critical point around you know um prior versus now like prior just roll roll out of bed early you know go for the run do the exercise tick um work all day um get home late from work uh and then look at the to-do list and think well I haven't achieved anything and then 12 months later I'd be like well you have haven't achieved anything so you're a failure and whereas now it's like set the intentions for the day um, meditate and visualise on something that I want to achieve. Um, and then I've set the, the day up basically um, around um, um, helping out a, a company at the moment with their social media. Um, I'm also um, uh, trying to build up a recruit 
you're you're exceptional at what you do. Just so oh, thanks. that you know. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. Um, and then, uh, yeah, building up a recruitment business as well. And um, so trying to find candidates, but also sourcing leads through my network. So, so throughout the day, I've, um, I guess, uh, put together, right, you know, this morning I'm going to work on X, Y and Z. Um, um, and then at lunchtime, there's, I really love my swimming. Um, and it's great to get back into that. I broke my shoulder in COVID, so I'm beside myself with happiness that I'm back in the swimming pool. So um, there's a squad session that's Monday, Wednesday, Fridays at lunchtime. And um, to be able to make it to that is just incredible. Um, I used to make it to the nighttime swim squad at like 7 p.m. just before the, the pool closed. And I was like, well, how did people manage to swim during the day? But I realise now because it's they've created the life they want to create and that's what I'm trying to achieve for myself. So I love my lunchtime swims and then when I get home again, um, I'm, you know, sourcing candidates, sourcing um, some ideas around um, a, a couple of other things that I want to achieve as well. And then at the end of the evening, you know, nothing better than, um, you know, writing in my journal about what, you know, what I've learnt for the day or some wins or... Um, a great conversation that I've had with, you know, yourself or um, whoever it is. Um, and just, you know, it's a feel-good um, journal as well. It's, it's you know, some things that I want to achieve perhaps. Um, and I do that uh, on a daily basis. And I don't know if I can segue into um, your latest video, which has been, again, another game changer in the sense of, um, you know, once upon a time I'd go through the whole of the 12 months, you set your goals at New Year's Day and you'd be like, right, bang, we're off, we're doing everything. And then come end of Feb, I've forgotten what I wanted to achieve and I feel like I haven't achieved a thing. So your latest video um, has just helped me completely with that reset. So, um, you know, every every month it was to set up, I think it was April that it, you, you had that out and um, it's to set for the next three months, but then you check in with yourself at the end of the month for the next month and see what you've achieved and see what things, you know, you need to work on or work around so that you can um, achieve those other elements. And that's just been a huge game changer for me because, um, you know, I am de really determined to, you know, um, move forward with the life that I would like to create and doing these things daily but also checking in with yourself monthly is, is just been, yeah, a huge, huge um, game changer for me. So, yeah, really excited. Yeah, because it's easy to set goals, isn't it? It's mm. easy to have, like, yeah. you know, people set New Year's resolutions or they'll set goals, like yourself. I, I was used to do that, uh, set goals and then just never achieve them. And, you know, people would say, well, goals don't work. And I'm like, yeah, they don't because I don't achieve them <laughs> and, and, and all of that kind of thing. But, but it's, the other thing too, by doing it monthly, like what you've seen, um, especially over the last you know two months of what what I've created, because um, again, I want goal setting to be easy and achievable. Because mm. you know, we want to be able to achieve things. There's no point setting a goal if it's like way over there. Never, we never think we can reach it anyway because we won't. Yeah, that's what we think. Yeah, absolutely. But if we if we break it down and and we have like go month by month, and some of the things might be relevant in that month. Mm that you have achieved and some of the goals that you've set in that month you may not be ready for yet, even though you'd like to achieve yeah. but it's okay if you haven't done it yet, you know, yeah. and it's like, well, that's not as important as I thought it was going to be during this time because I was focused on something else but I can do that next month or I can do that in three months' time and I can put that on the back burner but I'm more aware now and, and yes. the thing is like you've set your goals for the month, then you have a look at the end of the month and you go, okay, well, that's worked, that hasn't, and that didn't work for whatever the reason was. But that's okay yeah. that because I was focused on getting this right and then if I get this right, then I can get that right. But Or that's not as relevant as it was and I've evolved more in the last four weeks than I have than I was yeah. weeks before. And, and, and that's the other thing too, isn't it? It's like... I, I look at, like, I, as, a, as you know, sport, life, analogies, sport yeah. is always a work in progress. So it doesn't matter what sport you play, golf, tennis, 
darts, whatever, it's always a work in progress in the sense of improvement or awarenesses or discovering things that work, discovering things that don't work, discovering what's going on with your mindset in that in that moment. Yeah. And so that's that's what goals are like too and that's what life is like. It's a work in progress. So what we want mm. to identify is what's working well, what's not working well, why isn't it working well, why is it working great, and then let's make things keep going if it's going great because we always want to feel good every day. I mean, I know that's a big goal. Yeah to feel good every day now rather than beating yourself up. I'm the yeah. same. And then, and then um, you know, and then, and then just, you know, you just keep working at it and that's what you're doing. Like even you're journaling every day now, but you're doing mm. it for, for, for things that you've learnt, things that, you know, good yeah. or bad, right? And it's yeah, absolutely. Aware so that you can then go, okay, well, I don't want to be like this, I want to be like that. And if I hold on to that, I'm not going to get to that. So I'm going to let that go and then I'm going to, you know, keep moving in this because yeah. this is where I'm headed. But it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a journey, isn't it? I mean, I mean, people don't like <laughs> to hear it, but they want to hear, like, okay, this is the destination I want to get to and that's it. I don't want to go through the journey to get there, but. It's the journey that creates that result, anyways. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's the, the, yeah. the steps that you got to do to create a good golf shot or a good tennis serve or whatever. Then you've got to do those steps to get the result that you want. And so, mm. what you're discovering is this is what I want. And now I'm on this journey, you know, and you do have highs and lows. We all have that, right? Highs, yeah. lows, frustrations, excitement, and then everything else in between. But you're much more yeah. aware of what you want to do and where you want to go and mm. bonding to everything now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think um, your sporting analogy is on the money. Uh, you know, I mean, you, you look at a Roger Federer and um, you see what an amazing tennis champion he is, um, but you don't see the behind the scenes or understand what journey it was that got him there and it's, you know, that those daily practices that, he's he's been doing and I think for me um you know I want to incorporate this on a daily basis into into my journey because you know I'm excited for my future around what I want to achieve and um uh it's it's just helping me become more aware around you know what is working what's not working the language I use um towards myself um you know the circle of influence of people that I you know hang out with um you know, it's 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 definitely you know those the, the awareness is for me at the moment the foundation. It's just okay, something goes wrong. I'm more aware of it rather than being reactive towards it. And um, I think that's just been um, a, a huge part of the last twelve months um, with the way that I've I've dealt with things. And um, it, I feel like it's yeah, it's definitely making me a better person. So yeah, right. you're, you're- exciting. <laughs> Seeing you, I'm seeing it month by month, day by day. Um, but, but also your your network of people has changed, hasn't it? Like we look back at where you were 12 months ago and, and the situations that you had put yourself in through the influences of that circle of people that you were with yeah. versus, you know, the circle of people that you're now surrounding yourself with. Again, like that's a change, isn't it? Like there's – um. I think Tony Robbins' mentor is not coming. He's not coming to my mind at the moment. But he always said you're the average of the five people that you spend time with, right? So you're going to be yeah. what they, how they are, and how they behave. So what's happened mm. to you, like from a from a, you know, that circle of influence as such, from bef- yeah. just before the golf tour to where you're at now? Yeah. Um, look. I think I think that's been probably a challenging area for me because I um, just want to help everyone, yeah. and I think sometimes that can be to my detriment. Um, and I mean, there's no right or wrong for this, but for me, I think I've I recognised, you know, through some discussions that you and I had early on, that it's actually okay to, um, um, I guess. I don't know what the right word is to say, but um, to, I, I guess, uh, like, um, 
have an arm's length transaction with with people that perhaps aren't now on your journey. So still, they're still there. Um, and I think that's important for me, but it's how I then spend my time um, with those relationships. And I think that was a critical part instead of trying to help everyone that, that um, uh, rightly or wrongly. Um, it, for me, it was, I rec- I've been recognising that it's, it's actually taking a lot away from me. It's quite, it can be quite draining sometimes, some relationships, and just to be more aware of that and I guess be in control of um, when I do catch up with certain relationships that um, it's I'm in control of that. So maybe it's, you know, we go for a walk or we go for breakfast or um, I limit the time um, on, a, on a phone conversation with, with someone. Um, and I think that that's definitely helped me. Um, I, I don't feel guilty about it either. Um, I think it's just been, you know, it's a, a process that I have to go through and the circle of influence that I've now got um, in the inner in the inner team is is made a, has made a huge difference in, um, I guess, the belief in myself, the you know how everyone speaks to each other, um, the support. Um, yeah, I think it's it's definitely a factor, and I think, you know, I'm I'm glad I've recognised it now. Um, and I also have come to terms with that it is actually okay to still have those relationships in the background, but it's how you or how I deal with um, those and being more in control with, um, I guess, the time that's spent in, in those areas that perhaps aren't um, helping me move forward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's, it's um, had something that came to mind. But it's but it's okay, isn't it? It's okay. It's okay to be where you're at, and and it doesn't matter how old you are, right? You can still make mm. changes. Like people write themselves off, like we write ourselves off. With, you know, the ripe old age of nineteen and twenty, and yeah. you know, like you're not yet fifty. <laughs> um, I'm over fifty, and and but you know, realising that, like, it doesn't matter how old you are. If you want something or if you want to achieve something or you feel inspired by something, it doesn't matter how mm. old you are. You can just go for it, you know. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and nothing can hold you back because, you know, it's it's your life. You want to live the yeah. life that you want to live and enjoy your day. I mean, to me, yeah. my, my biggest goal every day, I was playing golf with a friend yesterday and I said to her, my biggest goal every day is just to feel good. All I want to do is feel good, have a happy husband, have a happy life, have happy cats, you know, and, <laughs> and be happy. That's, that's, that, that's all I want. And, um, yeah. I mean, that's what, really what it's about, isn't it? It's, it's creating the yeah, life absolutely. and being happy about it. And it's yeah, okay. absolutely. But- it's it's um it's funny you mentioned that about um it doesn't matter where you're at in life what age, um I read this wonderful book uh, a number of years ago I can't think of the name of it but I'll I'll find it and I'll send it to you but it was um this lovely elderly gentleman I think he I think he was ninety and um he never ever learnt how to read or write and um uh he uh, was at home and someone someone a door to door salesman popped a leaflet under his door and it was at the local community centre to go and learn how to read and write. So he took himself down there and he ended up writing the book that I read. Um, and I remember thinking at the time, well, if he can do it, I can I can achieve anything. But I didn't have, I guess, the, the found or not the foundation, but I didn't have um, the right support to help me understand how to get on my journey mm. like he did. Mm. And I think, you know, since meeting you, I feel like I've got the right tools now to help me achieve what I want to achieve. And, um, yeah, I think the sky's the limit and it's a really exciting time, it's absolutely. It's exciting watching it. Yeah. So what, what we and you gave me this idea is that we're actually going to check in with you now every three months aren't we so uh, yeah. 
Let's see where you're at. So what I'd like you to do, because I know that you, with your lifestyle that you've got now, you've got to go and do your swimming squad. Could you just quickly share um, what your goals are for these three months, so April through to June, and then what we will do is then we're going to check in with you early um, July and and see where you're at and what's happened and and moving forward because I think it's really good to share where you've come from, where you're headed, and we're part of the journey with you. So, mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, without boring everyone to tears, I, I've got my um, setting my intentions and my, um, my goal setting. Um, and mine's actually broken down into um, career, health and nutrition, um, life and mindset. Um, and some people could argue that maybe mindset falls into health and nutrition, but we can argue about that later on. Um, but um, for me at the moment, what I'm, I'm really working on is um, from a career perspective, I'm really trying to build up um, my recruitment business and find ca- great candidates but also um, bring in some new um, leads to help other companies with their recruitment. Um, I do need a side job at the moment so I am looking for that ideal side gig that um, will help pay the bills as an interim solution Um, and I've written down what that looks like and then um, also I've just um, a number of years ago um, I found a bit a passion which was nice that I actually found it myself uh, in the stock market and so I've been trying to learn how to um, trade uh, in the stock market. So that's been a bit of a passion and lifelong uh, journey for me. So um, with these setting these intentions on a monthly, I really want to get back into um, focusing on, on that. And then from a health and nutrition perspective, just looking after, um, you know, what I'm putting in my mouth, fueling my body. Um, and then from a health perspective, it's to get to my swim squad. Um, it's to... Um, uh, to yeah, turn up to um, run squad training, and um, and then I think just from a life perspective, it's more around again just surrounding myself with like-minded people. Um, a big key for me to work on is my sleep patterns. Um, I'm burn the candle both ends at the moment, and I really want to try and work on that because as we've discussed, it's um has a huge influence on my day and if I go to bed far too late and wake up really early my day just if you have a look at the journal it's pretty much blank so um and then mindset I really want to continue to work on my mindset and um that's around setting my intentions meditating and um definitely um being more aware around the way that I speak and treat treat myself and how um, I'm spoken to and treated by others as well. So um, that's a nutshell. Anyway, there's that's quite it. a few more on there. But Yeah, okay. So that's the, so we're going to hold you to that because we're going to check in yep. early July um, yeah. and we're going to see where you're at and what your discoveries were and um, mm-hmm. you achieved what you wanted to achieve or there was other things that, you know, came in the what got in the way or, you know, yeah to go on a different path or whatever um and yeah we're going yeah. to witness your transformation over um love it however long it takes doesn't matter we could do yeah it, right so it's yeah an exciting to i'm your content yeah yeah that's right really lovely to see that because again you know what you'll be doing then is giving other people hope as well you know if like yeah. I've been in that situation. This is what Caroline's now doing. This is what she's done. And now I can do this too. And, um, yeah, I think that's really powerful. And as you know, I like magic. So we're creating something from nothing and you're creating yeah. something from nothing and creating the, the dreams that you want to create. So it's, it's really Yeah, it's very exciting. And I can't thank you enough. You know, I owe you my life. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I am yeah, beyond grateful. So. Yeah, can't thank you enough. Yeah, you're very welcome. So thanks, Caroline, for, for um, talking with, with me today and sharing your story. And uh, we look forward to further developments. Um, checking in. Yeah, and checking in. Yeah. 
absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Love it. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to chat to you as always. Pleasure. Okay. See you later. See you. Bye. Enjoy your day. You too. Thanks. Bye. So I hope you really enjoyed the interview that we had with Caroline. This is going to be obviously the first of uh, of many interviews that we'll be doing with her because we're going to be checking in with her every three months and seeing where she's at. And I think it's a really good um, way to see that, you know, it's okay to be where you're at. It's okay to, you know, if you're having some struggles in whatever's going on in your life, it doesn't have to stay like that. You know, you can get the things out of your life that you want to and there's just, you know, there's tools and techniques and strategies and, you know, having that support and, and help from, from others that like this journey doesn't have to be on your own. Just because you're an adult now doesn't mean that you have to do it alone. It's being resourceful and, and bringing in the right people into your life that, that's actually going to really help you accomplish whatever it is you, that you want to accomplish. And the big thing, like I said, you know, in the interview, it's like just feeling good. We just want you to feel good every day and, and by feeling good then all these great things are going to happen happen for you. So I hope you really enjoyed today's uh, interview. I've, we've been wanting to do this for a long time. Um, I think the time's right now is, is sharing Caroline's story. And, um, yeah, if you really enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. That would be absolutely awesome. And uh, get out there, dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Look forward to seeing you real soon. Take care. Bye for now. See ya. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, 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 go. Every single day I'll be making moves Till I'm buried in my grave uh, To the system I don't wanna be a slave I've been doing shit my way uh, Or the highway And in the driveway Is a nice range Cause I grind through the climb I invite pain You never hear me bitch Nah, I don't complain Just gotta flip the switch And you can go and obtain Anything you want Anything you need Your mind's got the key ingredient It's belief They'll see with the negativity But I just slide right by that energy Even when you feel low, you can still go Even when you feel slow, you can still go Even when there's no hope, you can still go I never answered a no, man, I still go Go, 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 go But even that could change You could flip the gray matter Like some batter in your brain uh, That's why they say Fake it till you make it, eh And if you play that game Then you just might make a change Rearrange all the bad to okay Take the worst I say And turn them to a game Take the best I say And put them on display On repeat in your brain Till you're feeling no more pain uh, Never slow yourself down You can do some more Push past start a pain And you'll find a door Open it up And finally explore Everything that you you can never do before uh. And even when you feel low You can still go Even when you feel slow You can still go Even when there's no hope You can still go I never answer to no Man, I still go Go, 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 go